Charm Diamond Centers. Okay, not bad, but remember, those three little words carry a lot of weight. Has to say 50 years of a family-owned business. Charm Diamond Centers. Dylan, think lifetime diamond guarantee, unbeatable pricing policy, stores across the country filled with experts who love love. Charm Diamond Centers. 0% interest financing, trade-up policy, easy payments. I need to feel that in your voice. It has to sound like Charm Diamond Centers. Wow, that was really good. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. One hour straight hockey talk with Dan, Rick, Tyler, and Bag Milk starts now. And Kennedy and Waz and not Bag Milk and Rick's phone playing. Welcome in episode 189 of Oilers Nation Radio. I'm Tyler. I'm filling in to host this bad boy because Bag Milk's not here, man. He's up in Edmonton and we are not up in Edmonton. We are down in the beautiful state of Tennessee on the nation vacation in Nashville, coming to you live from the hotel room. And I'm convinced that our best podcasts, whatever show they are, real life or ONR happen in a hotel room like this. The last time we did, it was a, like a combo one. I don't know what we called it, but it was oh, both, yeah. both, both podcasts together in one oh. giant, Bud lights in your hand, half the guys <laughs> laying in their bed. Well, let's be honest. The uh, hotel room is the best podcast studio. Cause you got a bathroom right there. So mm-hmm. if you want to go take a, you know, a little, <laughs> yeah, little if you need yeah. a, if you need a piss break, was exactly that's a maybe good number point. two, or you never know. So <laughs> is it bathroom washroom. There, I think there was someone in Nashville judging me for the way we said it. Yeah, I was. Well, I was, really? like, it was <laughs> This is going to happen today, by the way. We're going to hit something's going to pop up like that. And we're all going to take a second to try and remember where that was. Things are a little bit fuzzy. Yeah. I still don't remember. I was like, what do you guys? Oh, it's Top Golf. It was Top Golf. Top Golf, right? Yeah, we yes. called it a washroom. And she's like, you guys must be Canadian. You guys call it a washroom. And, and they, I was like, well, what do you guys call it? She's like, it's a bathroom. Wash closet. By the way, I think we need Top Golf in Edmonton. Yeah. Top golf's lit. Yeah, top golf is a lot. Like, I'm a top golf champion now. It's think, obvious. Yeah, top this, golf got its start at West Edmonton Mall, did it not? I remember that. I don't know. We, we, we had an outdoor driving range on the roof. We had an outdoor driving range on the roof. It was all netted in and stuff. So there was no none of the none of the targets. No, it I don't think it had any of the yeah. TV. It was just like it was a second range. level of mm-hmm. Victoria golf course, but outside on top of West End, yeah. in a bunch of netting and stuff. Yeah. I don't even know how long it was. I think I think it was just the the maybe the the spark that lit the fire that is Top Golf. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything is Edmonton. Um, this is also totally random, but while we're talking about stuff, the amount of people when Rick and I were walking to Jimmy John's today who loved his shirt, hope will never die. As we walked around the area by the church yes. was hilarious. Yeah. I, I mean, I taken a different, at a different level. Like they're not well, thinking the Oilers like this. <laughs> Listen, you're at the church of Oiler when you're, uh, you're darn right. They are. Never die. I'm but straight. 
but we do have a special moment here, Tyler, because mm-hmm. this is my first ever trip podcast, yep. but this is Kennedy and Waz's first ever nation vacation. This is Kennedy's podcasting debut. Debut and nation vacation first trip ever. And it's been a blast. And what's so. your record at Oiler Games now? Or uh, at least the two of you together yeah. as a team? And Waz, our record is now seven and oh. This is ridiculous. Wow. Which is insane. So... That is well. That's it. a hot streak. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Well done. If we could yeah. clap, we would. But we're all holding microphones. I heard. I I'm pretty sure I saw after he scored his third goal last night. I saw Leon like point up to the crowd <laughs> right where you were sitting. For the record, it might have been wrong. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. <laughs> Someone check the video. Yeah. Kennedy instantly melted into a puddle at the I, Bridgestone I, Arena. He just don't even he remember was, standing up. I he was, was like, just pointing in the general vicinity of the puddle. That is you. Yeah. That is yeah. Yeah, that's fair. yeah. That's fair. It was like I know. He knew where yeah. to point. Oh. Yeah. All right, let's go through. We're going to get to all the usual stuff. Hot co-performers, Ask the Idiots, Bag Milk has sent questions that I haven't looked at yet. We're going to do a delicious debate for Oodle Noodle uh, right away as well. But I want to do trip recap to to start the pod. Trip is still going on, I guess, but still. Um, flight out, vibes in the airport, leaving. Unreal. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, it's it's so much fun being in the airport. It's crack of dawn. Everybody still has a little bit of the glassy eyed look from the, uh, you know, the restless sleep the night before because of that excitement. And did we how many let's go other chance to we go get going that morning? There's a couple. Oh, there was a quite you know, few. and for us to for us to be as as chipper as we were and ready to go as we were, it was awesome to see some delicious yep. waffle and chicken sandwiches. Rick, their food was good, but I was telling you, it was, it's like Christmas morning. That's what it was. So, you yeah. know, you're a little bit tired, a little bit yeah. woozy, yeah. but you got that excitement of, oh boy, what's yeah. coming up here for the next 72 hours or however long we're here for. This is going to be fun. Yeah. I had trouble getting up that, that morning. It was like 540 AM. Uh, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah. The airport vibes were awesome. They did like a ribbing cutting because when our, our friend cut the ribbon, right? Yeah, I'm Rajit Sohi, who is our friend. We'll get to that. Um, yeah. <laughs> what a beauty. Uh, flight out, awesome again. Like, let's go Oilers chance on the plane out. Then you land in Nashville. And when you walk off the plane, they had like a band. They had gift bags for everyone yeah. to welcome us all to Nashville. Like, they straight up rolled out the red carpet for this for this Hold group of Oilers fans, which was awesome. First of all, the, the flight attendant was a bit chirpy at the end. She was judging she the was, way. She was. She yeah. was giving us crap about being Oilers She fans. was like, that's the worst. Let's go Oilers chat I've heard. I thought you expected better from Hampton fans. I'm like, you know what? We're on an airplane. We're half tired. Relax. Okay. Hold on. What was the bad? What was the thing that holding us back? The airplane was not licensed. Drive. This is true. If you want to get some oil, let's go with a chance. And we've seen it. Last night was a perfect yeah. example. We need a little bit of the yeah. booze to get going here first. I know it wakes me up at the very least. You, you get a couple in bearded brown and he'll let it go. Yep. So... Uh, that night was watch party at the corner pub and the Oilers shit their pants oh um, yeah but we had a good time like again 100 probably oilers fans in that bar down easy 100 oh. oilers fans show up shout out to the corner pub downtown and the staff they were wonderful to us they did not expect to see as many Oilers fans as they saw uh you know i had to kind of be honest with them and just told them that we have listen we have yeah 25 30 confirmed but then we're putting out the word and oiler fans you showed up we'll follow and 100%. That, that environment was way better than anything they had going on inside xl energies center even though they were celebrating every damn goal every two minutes but but it was an absolute blast Oilers fans are undefeated about showing up places random spots in random towns around this world and this one was no different. only problem i couldn't really enjoy that because my ears never fully hey, you're in off shape yeah you you're and not used to flying hey 
no, I was with him like two years, right? Yeah. So like, and also my nose has been stuffed for the past week, even before I flew out. I thought I, thought I was going to have COVID. Thankfully I didn't. <laughs> so if you're, if you wonder why I'm sounding sick, my nose has been stuffed for the whole week. It sucks. <laughs> Brutal. We'll fight, for, we'll fight through it though, buddy. Um, yeah, it's been great. I'm still enjoying the trip. Oilers, what, what, were your, what were your first impressions when you got off that plane in Nashville? Because you don't travel a lot either. You haven't for a bit, right? I haven't. Like this was my mm-hmm. first trip basically like post-pandemic. Yeah. And um, this has been on a, my bucket list forever. And oh my. So one, humidity here. Love it. I am feel great. <laughs> Two, food. Fantastic. I cannot speak of like a better like experience. Haven't had a bad yes. oh How about the God. portion sizes though? They're massive. Huge. Huge. You Like you need to share with somebody. Yeah. Like I eat a lot of food and there's meals I wasn't able to finish. Yeah. I, I, I have to admit I, I'm missing my wife just for that ability to be able to split the meals and be able to conquer a few more <laughs> options. I went and checked out Jack's barbecue on my own. What'd you get? And we went there yesterday. I got ribs Yeah. and I got the shoulder. I got the Tennessee. You went the shoulder. two meats with the yeah. Okay. Yeah. I went the three meats just because I had to have three I needed to try as much as, as possible. Rick, I, you know me. I'm not a person that casually drops profanity. I'm sitting in the middle of this restaurant by myself. There's children around. <laughs> and I took a bite out of the rib and I said, holy fuck. I, I, I was blown away. Okay, like whispered the in the microphone. was unreal. It's it was so good, right? Something special. Something special. Something, something neat to be a part of. And, and yeah, Kennedy, good job. That's a great point. The food on this trip has been something to be- behold. It's been unbelievable. You can't even imagine, like, coming down here, like, you knew you were going to get an experience. Yes. But it's been next level like exceeded yep. everything above and beyond people are so nice too here. the people are so good. good there's so many nice people here i come to america and i expect a little bit of an edge a little bit of a you know you see the sticker on the window that says there's no guns allowed in here you're you're reminded of it constantly that you are not in kansas the anymore. only yeah. The only rough part we've had so far were two Leaf fans. Yep. Not to like pick anybody out of the crowd, <laughs> but we had the one the one guy around us last night just would not shut up. Like In a Jared, Jen had to like come over and tell him to leave. And we were walking home and some dude from across the street, he was more just having fun with it. So yelled something. Not, and I don't know where my resp- response came from, but I said, so I just called him like Austin. Yeah. <laughs> and he like stopped and he smiled and he walked away. You had... We're, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but I actually, no, I, I don't think so. I think we're doing okay. We did top golf as a team, yes. yeah. which was fun. That, that was, was a fun group outing. And, but the video of Rick with the <laughs> lightning yes. as he hits the ball, unreal. Like perfect. one, the fact that they told us we were still going to top golf. They insisted <laughs> that we yeah. came to the top golf. They said that it was weather, what inclined weather, weather inclined, weather inclined building, which right. when you get there, you find out that you're standing around what? 30 towers that are yeah. that yeah. would hold up the net you're, so you're not really stick. unsafe but anyways back to the story oh, good point <laughs> i wanted to just ask because i remember you remember taking the uber to top golf yes do you remember the funny part at the very end of the uber ride like where are we on the map what's underneath us oh, oh no not this <laughs> yeah this oh no, yeah I, we, I you were I in my uber right? no i don't he, think so no, I, Dan, I, think, I think it was the four of us in the uber and uh and cam okay yeah so we're going there and we're talking about <laughs> where we are on the map so embarrassing and so kennedy thinks none of us for the record were very good at like nailing this me, me and, and you when we before. got off the plane day one i turned to you and i said rick if you showed me a map i could not tell you where we are in the country and i agreed and I, if i had to do it i probably would have been closer to like the 
Boston area, like close to the East Coast, where we ended up being, like we're pretty far south right now. Yeah. A yeah. lot more than I expected. But then Kennedy, I can't remember exactly how it goes. We'll paraphrase this. Yeah. She thought there was nothing underneath us. She thought it was like just water. I, like I the was ocean so was right there. I was there for that cat. Override. I just wanted you to tell the story. So, so confident in my answer too. I was like there, we hit water if you go south. And the look, the Uber driver, driver. I'm in the back back seat and he's like, these Canadians have no idea. (laughs) You go, you go south, you go to Mexico. No, no, you no, go to there's Alabama. States below us, dude. Oh, okay. Alabama's. Oh yeah, no, we're not at the, we're not at the uh, yeah. South American border. There's no oh. wall. Or, there's no wall close so, to us. So we, so we were, ta- we were talking about, you know, the uh, the American speak segments that we've seen in the past from Rick Mercer. We we really undid a lot of that work with yeah. with one Uber ride on its own. That guy probably like went home to his family and was like, "I had these Canadians yeah. today. Oh, yeah. You yeah. would not believe how stupid this months. group was. Are you guys He's, serious?" He's like, hey, I'm going to take a vacation. We're going to we, go up to Canada and I'm going to do a podcast were, called Shit Canadians Say. Kennedy and I were in an Uber heading to Target uh, on, what, what was it, Wednesday? And this Uber guy was so shocked that we don't have Target in Canada anymore. We had one. We, we, we had, had a few. Them, we called them Targets. Yeah, but yeah. he was like, there's no more There's no more Targets in Canada. How is this possible? Like, he had some, like, really weird accent. It was like a French accent. I'm like, this guy from Quebec or something. Like, he was shocked at Target. He's like, how do you go bankrupt? Target. What closed Target then? Kennedy, you're the big Target person. I remember like everyone got jacked yeah, up because yeah. it was in South Common. Yeah. They, they couldn't get product over the border or something yeah. like that. There was like you'd walk in and shelves would be empty, and that's mm. and then they. I, re- I read like a twelve tweet thread on like how it just totally like, fell yeah. apart once. Yeah, they, there was like a handful of issues. Like they rushed opening it. They couldn't get products across the border as well. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, maybe um, we'll have to ask uh, Chris Pronger. We'll have to take a break here to uh, to. Bringing you the sponsors of the Zellers podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, this is a Zellers. Um, Zellers is legendary. My mom worked there. <laughs> getting uh, back on track to the trip. I don't. <laughs> we we went down a weird rabbit hole there. Um, this is a very real lifeish edition of ONR. It's killing them. Uh, skin's yeah, it's just driving it's me nuts. Crawling right now. <laughs> Game day. We uh, went to. It's called Rippies, the bar Rippies? that's. Up- I think it was an R. Rippies. Rippies, Rippies? Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> it's, a pred- it's a Predators bar. It's the Predators bar. The outside of it mm-hmm. has Predators logos paint all over it. It's painted in that nice pea yellow. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it yeah, if, if they've the locals say that's their Predators bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we took it over. Literally took it over. over. It started to bleed at about 4.30 blue. And then the orange started to come out. And then it was just game over. Yeah. The downstairs got taken over. The band had to was getting frustrated because our let's go Oilers chance were kind of taking the the stage away from huh. them. So so then I made my way upstairs and I found you guys just absolutely dominating upstairs. You guys we got the, we, the band. we paid the band to play La, La Bamba. Yes. Which so was cool. amazing. So good. Amazing. It's hilarious because they don't really understand what's going on. Yeah. But like, all right, we'll play this. Yeah, they didn't then, know like, they the non oiler fans, they don't know what the hell's going on. Like why is they playing this? Now why are these guys getting all excited about La Bamba? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as soon as that ended, like the band normally just goes from one song to another right and same thing they had like stop and like stop talking because that let's go other chan just took over for a good minute 45 seconds something like that yeah. 
You'll love to see it. Nashville is a, is a whole experience. Just a little side story. Uh, I've found out that all these bands, they don't actually get, who was it? Was it somebody in this room that was telling me this, that they don't get paid. They just get paid in tips. Really? Probably. So yeah. you can tip yeah. a band and they will do pretty much anything you want. I saw an Oilers fan in the lower, the lower section of the bar actually pay to get up on the stage. <laughs> and he did an amazing rendition of like Freebird or something. The crowd was losing it for him. Yeah, so Nashville that. has just been a whole experience for everyone it's awesome to see um it wasn't quite the vegas high five line that was legendary but the vibe outside of bridgestone was pretty good before the game too like again a lot of oilers fans coming up and like chatting to us and like everyone obviously in a great mood because like it's beautiful outside and all that stuff and then some of us stick out a little bit more you got the bearded brad in his like all orange tracksuit tyler yeah you had your little your romper truck your romper truck is there i did a little i did some uh, game day predictions with people in the building and i asked two predators fans outside they were finished, by the way. Oh. And they said, oh, yeah, you guys are going to lose like 7-0, 8-0. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> so they were wrong. Yeah, yeah, check that on um, our TikTok. More wrong. Game itself, unreal. Um, oh, like, yeah. well, we don't win a lot when yeah. we go on these trips. Very so, like, little. you're inherently a little bit nervous, even though it's confident. Oil's fine. You're saying they're going, they always find a way to, like, screw this up when we travel to go watch <laughs> them. Um, but they played on, like, 4 nothing win, good. The way they got yeah. for 4 nothing, like, they played unbelievable. Yeah, that first period was incredible. I was kind of honestly a little confident going to this game. I, I felt like we were going to try and secure the win. I felt like there's no way we're going to go on a three game yeah. losing streak. We've had a pretty decent record against Nashville recently. I just had good confidence. So we played them well in the past and yeah. to get a shadow though, that's Mike Smith. Yeah. We're going to get to him in the delicious debate. I'm going to, I'm going to save the Smith topic for then. Um, but like Edmonton dominated the play at five on five. Yeah. Yeah. Their power play was lethal. Dynamite. Like the Leon goal was sick, yeah. but every opportunity the Oilers got with the man advantage, at they least from chances. my slightly blurred vantage point, they, <laughs> they had a couple good chances. They were running the puck. Yep. Well, like, that was a really, really good night from every facet for the Oilers. Yeah, I really appreciate that because I think everybody in this room knows and a lot of other people know that I like to be a little bit loud in buildings and have a little bit of fun out there. So when I get to do it and I do it in Calgary and they put up, you know, a stinker or something like that, it kind of sucks. It's pretty tough to, uh, to cheer like that. But a game like last night, like I know there was a girl who was one row in front of us, a couple <laughs> seats over, and she was... Normally, I bet she's a pretty loud fan. Every time she started a Let's Go Predators or whatever their chant was, I was like, hey, I'll give you the first one. And then it was my turn to go, go, let's go. And I, I'm way louder than her. Sorry. There's their, their ruckus little 303 cell block, cell block group or whatever was over there. They tried to get chance going. We were pretty loud. We heard that going. We took it over. I don't know what it sounded like on the television, but from our perspective, we shut them down just as well as the Oilers shut down the Predators. I was going to say, I think that, I think that, yeah, it's, it's harder when you're in the stands to, to really truly know what the sound is like, but for sure, every chant that, because they, they, well, they started the game out with let's go Preds. And then by the end of the game, they were doing go Preds go because they, I they think that they felt up. like they were getting it taken from them. And so they're, they are a good fan base at being able to pivot like that. Yeah. But I was going to say with the power play, the best part for me was that they have that little cheeky chant that they do. First of all, I don't know if you guys saw it, but down in the lower bowl, yeah. when the guys go to the pinch, all the fans do the little teeth marks oh, at them. Lord. All, yeah. all the players. That's so as they, bad as the, 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 the
the sharks chomp. It's, I know it's a visual medium yeah. that we're, we're explaining this in, but I have two fingers up in the air and I'm just kind <laughs> like of breaking them like teeth. But the, uh, but then they then they yell at you when when you get a power play or uh, when the opposing team gets a power play, they yell something about how it's a power play. And then the, the fans all go, but you still suck. And every time that we got a power play yeah. that you still suck, got less and less emph- emphatic and less, ex- less excited. It was I kept, awesome. yeah. I kept trying to yell at Paul all night. <laughs> yes. it's, Paul, you got to announce that goal a little bit louder for us, please, please Paul. Do, yeah. Or, you know, you'd come out and say whatever you said. There's one minute to go. Thanks, Paul. But I can see the clock too. Yeah. Like, oh, the people around here are not, well, some I think liked it. <laughs> there were, I think that one girl was getting annoyed, but she yeah. started to get annoyed at the end. Um, but for the most part, the fans, like when the Oilers would score and me, you would stand yeah. up and kind of like do our little taunting <laughs> for the most part they thought it was they funny the only time, time a guy got mad at me was after the first period me and you were walking out of our seats down the stairs and i looked up and i was like god it's so weird why don't they have any stanley cup banners up <laughs> yeah. and this guy who was like oh mid 50s he like looked at me he goes yeah you think that joke's really fucking funny don't you I, and i was like oh, okay like that's like the mildest thing i've said in, in the last 20 minutes in his defense how many times do you think predator fans hear the banner talk which one? Okay, right. What banner? What did they put up? I forget. I remember no, it's, it's not, a, it's not even banner. a banner. Or the, no, it was sorry. It was the Western. No, well, you're right, Kennedy. It was. The yeah, pre- it's the president's uh, trophy. right? Yeah, and yeah. then was everybody it? just started to turn it into a meme. Yeah. And then they, to their own credit, well, everybody their own has a social media trophy. team has more fun with it than anybody. Oh, it's as awesome. they should. Just yeah. like Winnipeg Jets Twitter account, you should be talking about how the fact you don't have an airport. I'm just saying. Yeah. But anyways, back <laughs> exactly. to the Predators at hand. No, it was they put up a banner that says regular season Western Conference oh. champions because oh. they yeah. were the one seed. Exactly. I was going to say president. Everyone's got a president to win yeah. it. There you go. That, yeah. And then that was that's right it. around the time that we put up one for Garth Brooks at nine, yeah. nine concerts. So there's a lot of banner chatter going on. But then, yeah, the Predators, the Predators own it and they love it. Yeah. So but I can understand that they probably hear it a lot inside the building from opposing. Well, fans. to go back to what Dan was saying about the them all uh, doing the finger things, the fan like like back and forth between just the chanting and all that. I was stunned. Like just yeah. it was so cool in yes. a way. So like and that props that fuels honestly. You. It, it does. Fuels That's you as like, an opposing I'm, fan. Like yep like angry yes like i want to yell like yes this, like we're here we're in this barn i no can't wait until we score so and we shut you up yell. exactly right? and then That's it just got better about. and better and better and then and then it to make matters better for us and worse for predator fans they score a goal Oh, they get through their entire spiel about how it's all our fault and all this shit and then i saw the the linesman skate out and i and i just rose I yeah, rose I, slowly. I said, I said, you guys took your seat now. It's our time. I'm looking on, I'm looking on the phone on Twitter trying to figure out what's going on because you know, there's just a little gap and this girl over here, she's getting all excited and giving it back to me at this point. And then you, you can see it and the boys are all staying by the bench, both teams and then other officials make their way to the other side and we're going, wait a second. Hold on. I think they're challenging this. They show the replay and right away we're assuming it's the push of the goalie, right? Because yeah. that's what it looked like. He got mm-hmm. puck first. I'm like, hey, we're all on the same side. We're like, no, that's definitely not not a goalie interference. This is definitely a goal. It is what it is. No problem. Look at the phone. And I, I can't remember who you said. It might've been Brownlee or something like that. Yeah. It's like, no, I think it might be offside. Oh, and then we oh, hold on a second. If this, uh, if 
We know Koopal is what a thousand for a thousand right now. That's if he's exactly saying it's it. offside, we got excited at that point. No, he doesn't miss. You, you it, what, what? When did it change for us as Oilers fans? Because, because I am still trained to be worried when a goal review comes up. Any review is going against penalty. us, yeah, it, right. We but now, won. now it's like you get excited. Now you're rising up out of your seat, yeah, because there's a chance that Koopal is yeah, struck if, again. If we called it, yeah. then you know what? It's going our way. We need a Koopal t-shirt design we're oh. working on something we, nice that a boy there we go kennedy yeah kennedy. I'm, uh, I, I'm that's what i'm here for so there we go it's gonna um, happen so that was cool after the game we took a big photo with a ton of oilers fans yes. in front of the smashville sign and like just being around the oilers fans outside the rink as everyone was high-fiving and just drunk and in a great mood like maybe that was, accidentally oh, it was put a, maybe the, accidentally put a decal up somewhere it was an accident. the vibes were immaculate Oops. but just one thing i want to talk about is how about a leon's hattie what do you yeah. think? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, strictly back to the game uh, stuff. I, I, I think Unreal. I have to say some words because I didn't throw my cowboy hat, and a lot of people were not happy about that. I told you. I don't know if you heard. I said, I'll buy you a new one, man. Let, that, so let that baby go. I, I had mixed uh, mixed thoughts. I was You're like, I was it. about to. And then, like, I think Kenny was like, don't throw it, don't throw it. Some people tell me just not to throw it. I'm like, what do I do? I'm like, but then again, <laughs> it was not going to hit the ice. No, you weren't. You're, so, not, you're not alone in that, though. If you, just learn, if you look at it, you're about your one o'clock. It's a heavy hat. You but know? if you look at it like your one o'clock, that hat did not go either. Yeah, neither did mine. Unfortunately, you didn't I, yeah, a few, a few I'll people explain my happy. story in a second. Oh, I whip mine. I'll explain mine in a second. Go ahead, Tyler. This is a blue and orange piece of nation gear, and we don't make them anymore. And I love this hat. That's it's right. one of my favorite hats. Like, Respect. I'm not yeah. losing it. Respect. Mine. I, yeah. Uh, so at the last nation road trip that we did to Calgary, I threw away my prized 10th anniversary hat, which I will never get back. You know who didn't <laughs> I, throw a hat that one? Oh, do I ever, Rick? Does he sign your paychecks? Say the name. Jay Say Downton for me. Jay Down. Jay, Jay Down. You are on notice. I need a 10th anniversary hat back. Uh, like I honestly, if you took a photo of me for the next three minutes after that goal in Calgary, after Leon's hat trick, goal, yeah. I was just devastated. Anyways, getting back to tonight, I was ripping around the arena, making content, trying to say hello to people, trying to get to talk to predator fans. Yeah. It was an absolute vibe and an absolute blast. I hear Leon scored the goal and I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, sorry, I have to go. I have to go. And they just kept talking. He kept talking to me they're telling me about something about tennessee it was wonderful but i knew he had scored i'm running down one of the little tunnels in the lower bowl i get my hat off and i'm going to toss it in the old usher he just turns around and he goes no and stop me dead because they had just finished clearing the uh, ice. That's the best and time so to throw it. I know, but Rick, I didn't want to get kicked out of the arena. I had to do a small calculation there. Yeah. And I thought I might have to do some splaining if I get kicked out halfway through the game that because I threw <laughs> a hat on the if ice. That's what got you kicked so, out. Yeah, so you'd be loved. I put my I put took my hat off for the rest of the game. I attached it to the back. I was gonna of my say because I thought you had your hat off. I attached it to the back of my pants and I allowed my shame to get out on the Twitter once my phone was recharged. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, there's a quite a few hats on our head still. You know, I I, I am of the fraternity that believes that you should throw your hat. Was it's your fault? I and, blame myself uh, for no. bringing a good hat like i immediately like we went to calgary is, i didn't yeah. bring a good hat yeah i knew damn well if it goes it goes i came to nashville only brought one hat 
Get the hat. See you later. Maroon nation yep. hat. See ya. Do you remember there was a, an NHL ad like three years ago where it said the odds of seeing a hat trick and it was something like one in 16 games. I feel like with the Oilers, it's now like it's like one in every four. Dude, we've been to two games in the last yeah. three weeks or whatever the hell it is. And we've seen two hatties. I need yeah. I like hats. You guys can can we at least score five or six goals in a game? We need a joint GoFundMe from Oilers fans to uh, I'm just wondering what happens when uh if we've had, if someone's had a little too much a drink, Leon pops four. Yeah. Who's doing the Joe Thornton? Oh, oh no. Um, <laughs> yeah. It almost happens accidentally when I wear that romper. Um, after the game, Tyler, you, you didn't get let into a bar because of that romper. I, yeah, I totally forgot about that until now. We were going to go into Whiskey Row or whatever, a bar that we went to the night before and had a great time in. And the bouncer just looked at me and you could tell he thought, and he was like, I'm not letting you in. Bearded Brad said he wasn't going to be allowed in either. Which is a, it's a classic, Rick. You, I know you work in the industry. I have worked in the industry. That's a classic. Yes. Like Tyler said, they were just looking for a reason to get rid of you. I don't think they would have actually mad at your romper. Yeah, you see, he called it. Yeah, is you, you're um, not wardrobe. He dressed dress code. Dress code. Yeah, yeah, it's a dress code, code function. Rude. Dress code. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's we, fine. What happened instead? If we go inside that bar, true. The we next part doesn't happen. And the next part is we're waiting to cross the street, see some Oilers fans, and the mayor Amarjeet Sohi is right just hanging the out there, right on the corner. Um, he has a picture up. We posted it too, but nice picture of a bunch of Oilers fans and the mayor of Edmonton in Nashville unbelievable stuff and then we actually ended up going up to tootsies and like hanging out with them for a little bit which was super cool he is a great guy fantastic human being dude was out i'm telling you 130 at the very least i love that 130 he was still going hard there were some locals that were going by us when we were all taking pictures and they were like who who is that and we're like it's the mayor of edmonton and they were like what is that? <laughs> yeah. They're like, who's the mayor? Who's the mayor? And I didn't want to like blow him up too much. Yeah. So I just kept pointing at Jared. I was like, yeah, Jared's yeah, the mayor. Yeah, 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 Even yeah, so yeah. he's like, yeah, Jared's the mayor. Yeah. Uh, that was so good. Um, yeah. Like getting to meet him. Super cool. Night before we were out with like some Oilers people. I told this story on real life. One of the highlights of my trip is watching Kennedy and Kate Mack meet each other. And the way you were like, I love your work. And she was like, I love your work. That was a highlight of my trip. Honestly, like I adore her and I think she does amazing work. So getting to meet her finally was just. And then on Twitter last night when someone tweeted, uh, if Leon gets a hat trick, Kate Mack needs to tweet Leon's a hot bitch from the main account. And she replied with the yeah, eyes balls. emoji. And I was like, it's going to happen. They're yeah. going to tweet something. She, she she messaged me back after. Yeah. And she's like, I tried. I couldn't. And I was like, it's the thought. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> honestly. So respect. does she like have to ask somebody first? Is that why? The I'm sure she'd have to sure clear it. Yeah. Hot bitch. Yeah. Hot bitch would have been hot fine. Bitch. It would have made the it, play. We, everybody gets the joke. <laughs> yeah. point, so. It's good. So it's funny. good stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, getting to meet them was like super. Super, super cool. Everyone we've met on this trip from like an Oilers fan perspective has just been like so cool to get to chat. And that's that's one of my favorite parts about this trip is just talking to people who you normally I got golf plans with people now who have come on this trip. We're talking about (laughs) when we're making our first tea time this year. Like, I don't know. It's just really cool to like meet a bunch of if you're if you're on this trip, you are a diehard. Yep, And that automatically means you have something in common with them. So this trip is more unique than any nation vacation I think we've ever done because of the timeline that we have. Mm. Uh, we've been afforded, you know, really an extra day yeah. uh, above actually an extra day. What, <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> what the nation normally does. Uh, 
you know, we're usually we're in and out pretty quick because people have lives and and we've got games to cover and that kind of thing. But but, but Vegas is like it. bigger and a little more wider. Yep. So people get spread out a little bit more. That's exactly here. It. This Broadway where everybody wants to go, it's pretty condensed. Um, you know, it's a couple long yep. streets or avenues, whatever you want to like call two it. Blocks, yeah. yeah. But you, so therefore, everyone's in a more of a, a tight consp- yep. uh, space, right? So you got to run into a lot more people. I way. have I have taken a, a journey the last two mornings at about mm-hmm. ten o'clock, nine to ten o'clock in the morning. And I've ran into everybody on our trip at once during those walk arounds, yeah. just in, you know, 30, 40 minutes of walking. So yeah, it's, it's been a really fun time. But like you said, Tyler, to be able to just connect with Oiler fans, because yeah. every time we go to these things, I say it to everyone I talk to, we are all friends with a commonality that we didn't even know beforehand. Know. But as soon as you start talking to an Oilers fan, you can talk about what happened in that last game and yep, you're exactly. both able to just riff about it for 10 minutes and be friends. That you and didn't that's even the know. beauty of it. And I feel like so uh, special in a way to mm. be able to even hang out with you guys and like even just anybody else on the trip. It's like you have a whole new crew again yes. and it's just it's therapeutic yep. in a way, honestly. Yeah, especially after the last two years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Especially yes. a lot of people, you know, is getting out and a little bit more at normalcy and whatnot, you know. Yep. yep. That's just great. Um, we're at pretty much bang on the 30 minute mark. So we're going to transition into more nerdy hockey talk um, or get into maybe the more usual structure of the podcast. Let's start with the oodle noodle delicious debate of the week. And this does tie in to last night's game as well. 30 saves and a shirtless post-game press conference from Mike Smith. Um, The way he, I didn't see this coming, the way he's flipped his season around here in the last few weeks, you had some numbers on it, right, Rick? Wasn't you had, you had a tweet about just how good he's been in like the last two weeks or whatever. It's uh, excuse me. I know it's been all of April so far anyway. So minimum three starts of all the goalies involved. Uh, Mike Smith is first in wins with five first in losses with zero first in save percentage with a nine forty five second in goals against with a one seven nine and first in next. What is the GSA goal saved above the average? There you go. 6.79. The dude's on fire right now. He's absolutely he's like, so he's won five starts in a row now. Um, the first one was the St. Louis game, 861 save percentage. Then it goes 969, 969, 939, nice, nice. 1,000. Incredible. Yeah. The delicious debate, the question is this. Are you confident in Mike Smith again? Yes, as long as he stays healthy. And I, listen, the first the first injury was like what the I don't think he even told us what it was, but we're guessing it was like a high ankle sprain or something like that, yeah. right? Not really an old man injury, but the healing time is kind of an old man thing, right? It's, listen, he's my age, I get it. That's what happens. <laughs> then he had that weird thumb thing. So he kept stayed off the ice for forever with the with the ankle. Then the weird thumb thing came in. Same thing, not really an old man injury, but that old man healing takes a little bit longer. Now all of a sudden we're in January? Right, about, about that? Yeah. Almost it, February? Well, when he finally, when he came back from the thumb thing, it was February 8th. Yeah. And then we're like, what, what was the, what was the, uh, the line they, they're trying to get him going? Yeah. Yeah. They had to get him going. He got a little bit of rust off and he's gone back to playing what you saw out of him last year for the most part. Right. Maybe. And I'm telling you, man, like I said this before, I think the injury is actually a good thing for him where it's going to leave his tank full of gas. He's not going to be run down. He's going to have a lot of juice left. Uh, Miko's playing really well as well. The most important thing, though, is the team playing in front of them. They're playing a structured five, five-man five system in their own end, and it makes it, for any, it makes it easy for any goaltender. Was what do, you, what do you think about Mike Smith? 
I think my nerves are starting to settle a little bit more around him. Or a couple, you know, weeks ago, I was really nervous every time the guy would try and make a save or handle the puck. I always looked like, you know, anything can happen. You'll let anything in, and now he's starting to look like, like Rick said, the Mike Smith from last season, the Mike Smith we were expecting to see. I think, and you know, I, I don't know who said it. I think it was Kev, uh, Ken Holland or someone, but like Mike Smith takes a very good job at taking care of his body compared to most forty-year-old athletes. I think or so. 40 olds in general i guess yeah fair enough but like i think it, I, I like miko koskinen but he hasn't had the best couple games recently so it's good to see that mike smith is starting to kind of get back to his game for me i'm gonna say no because i think that smith still has some and it's weird for me to say this to a grown adult especially a 40 year old <laughs> grown adult he has some growing up to do and I'm sick and tired of seeing him point at his defenseman and, yeah. and glare at his defenseman when he doesn't do that stuff. And when he's just battling and it's Schmitty battling himself and he's battling the puck and that's all he's doing. He's, he's at his best. But what I find when he's focused on what other people aren't or are doing for him, that's when he gets himself into trouble for myself. So I'm not going to trust him just yet. I'm going to give him a little bit more time. And I'm, and I'm hoping that once we get to the playoff time, we've still got Smitty battling and we've got Miko Koskin and operating it at a, at a high level as well and and not letting in those goals like he did against Minnesota. I think it goes back to like being able to have two goaltenders that if one has a bad game and then you can go to the next one mm-hmm. and you can kind of rely on your other one. Yep. I think that that kind of showed this last two games where Miko did not have a great game and then yep. Mike came out and you know shut it down and it was impressive. So if we can keep like one going here and there. And I think that's an important thing. I I will stand by this. I am more confident in Mike Smith than I have been at any point this season. You know, I was one of the louder voices on the put him on waivers, get him out of here train. Right. And you know, he's making us eat our words a little bit in that regard. The Mm -hmm. people who did say that, because when he started playing well at first, it was against bad teams. And I said, Hey, you know, he's got to do it more than two games in a row. He's got to do it against good teams. Okay. Well now he actually is doing it more than two games in a row and he's doing it against some really good teams. Nashville is a really good hockey team. Um, so I, I am confident in him now. And I think going into the playoffs, I still don't know who you start game one, but you need to keep them both going. Yeah. If Mike Smith, you're obviously starting him in the next game coming off a shutout. That's just what you do. If he plays well though, he doesn't get a third start no matter what. I'm going back to Miko and I'm giving Miko a game. And if Miko plays well, he gets a second start and then it's back to Smith on the third one. I think you need to keep the rotation going because the last two playoff series this team's been in, granted, they haven't played great, but have they not had to use both guys or did Smith get all four against Winnipeg? Oh, Smith, it was Smith, they get all four. Started all four. I think there might've been yeah, a game yeah. where Miko, Miko came in, Miko but came. that was the problem is that they just didn't have any other options. So, right, like you, you, you're going to need them both going and I don't think you can put yourself in a spot where for some reason you start Mike Smith in seven of the last eight games. I think you need to keep them both up. 100%. We talked about this last night where it's going to be you win, you play. When we get to the playoffs, it's going to be win, you play, you lose, next guy's up. The way it's going to go, right? So that's that's the way you're going to do it. You need to have both of them playing from the next for the next yeah. eight games left. Yep. But we've seen it in both games here that you know that the, the Minnesota game and the Nashville game, Miko didn't look good, but the team was terrible in front of him. Yeah. Awful, yeah. right? They're giving up weird. They're giving up things that you shouldn't have to deal with. Yep. Team plays better. Smitty puts up a uh, puts up the the shutout. It's mm-hmm. all about them playing properly in their own zone. Both goalers can get you Ws. You can't. They're not going to do it on their own. Yeah. You need to be able to sit there because the other teams can score goals. The other teams are getting paid. They've got good offense out there. We need to play properly five on five in front of our, our goalie. We do that. We're laughing. 
We've proved it. We've seen it. Like since Woodcroft got here. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, just looking back again at the game log last night, dry settle scores one in the first one in the second. He finishes off the Hattie with a second power play goal in the third period. And I just saw low tide threw this out on Twitter and it was what Craig button rated Leon dry settle on draft day. Yeah. Skating four or five hockey IQ five or five hands five or five. This is a shot three or five. And it's so crazy to one look back at that draft. He goes number one, obviously hands down like, Ekblad's a really, really good defenseman. Really good defenseman. Sam Reiner is a good complimentary winger. He, he can drive play. I get it. But Dreisaitl goes number one in that draft. And it's fascinating to even think back to his early days in Edmonton when it was, you know, yeah, he's, he'll be a good playmaker to play. And when Connor came, it was he'll be a good playmaker to play behind Connor and to watch him again. We talk about this a lot, but how he's transformed himself into an elite sniper when that was not a tool he had in his toolkit as a prospect. He is he is like. He is locked in. Yeah. You can't, you just expect it now of him that he is going to dominate for you. And yes, in certain elements like Nashville, he does even better. Anaheim, another good example. 17 goals in eight games, right? 17 goals in eight games. Insane. And I don't know who's got a computer in front of them, Unreal. but you should go to Wikipedia and click in Nashville predators and just check who their owner is. Click in the city of Nashville. Oh, the mayor of Nashville is Leon Dreisaitl. Oh, that's good. But yeah, it's I the word I was looking for is automatic. He he he's almost getting to the point of being automatic. Yeah. Like I I had somebody sit next to me that just was yelling at him. I think it was Jake was yelling at him, get into your spot. And as soon as he gets into that spot and gets he's, the puck, it's it's game. It's it's he gonna happen. Game. It's gonna happen. It's unreal. Yeah. It's absolutely unreal. I feel bad for the goalies that have to do it. <laughs> Credit to the Predator fans. They love their UC Saros. We did not get shot out by UC Saros, which is a phenomenal meme by the Predators mm. team, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's uh Leon Dreisaitl is is making a lot of people look dumb, myself included. Since Leon Dreisaitl came into the NHL, um, I'm just making sure I have the right the number in front of me. More points to him is 97. The, yeah. Since Leon Dreisaitl has come into the NHL, he has 19 goals against the Predators in 20 games. No one else. Second is Huberto at 13 against the Preds. Like Dreisaitl is a nightmare for Didn't Nashville. It's unreal. Did do this to Nashville too? I think Hemsky was, I think Hemsky got real hungry in Nashville too. So watching him play in like Kelowna and stuff like that, like he was MVP for that Memorial yeah, yeah. run. And even watching him then, it was just like, you could tell that there was skill there. And then when it came to the NHL, he obviously wasn't doing what the fans were. That first year, yeah. everyone's like, you can't skate. No, you can't skate. And he was sent down and all that. And then like playoffs happened and that mentality, I think, mm-hmm. because it's a mental game too. Right. I don't know. It just, triggered yeah. he, he got sent he, down got pissed off yeah and he came back and this and, is where he is now yeah, exactly and now he's pissy now he's pissy, pissy. and he's wearing the shirt Literally dan's been trying to keep him in the AHL pissy. for four or five years now absolutely i want him down there for a couple uh, more. you can only you can never over overripe a guy like leon dreisaitl enough <laughs> it was very fortunate to see his first nhl goal too were you yeah it was nice against well, carolina there you go oh that was in it well, that was in edmonton yeah right? it was yeah, yeah, so, yeah I remember that. um but yeah, i remember back when dreisaitl got drafted he was actually being compared to anze kopitar Back but again, then. it was because he was a big yeah, two-way he was guy. More like a def- he was supposed to be more of like a defensive guy. And that's what I was expecting out of him. I was expecting like Ovechkin-like numbers out of him yeah. ever. I think I think that we put a lot of hope and expectations on our on our draft list that we see. You know, Craig Button is a really good analyst. Yeah, yeah. No, and, no doubt. And the 50 guys that he knows 
you know, personally and has been able to see them. I trust his analysis on that. And then as you start to expand further and further yeah. out, the, as those lists hit the 150 mark and the 200 Things mark, way there's no yeah. humanly possible way that he could know how much those players and, and like, and know enough about them to give you a true indication. So it really sucks for a guy like that. And he went when, third overall, right? Kind of thing yeah, he was third yeah. behind Ryan. So Hart. one thing I was going to say is that like, it's funny because we kind of expected this goal scoring from like Taylor Hall or Nail Yakupov yeah, yeah, yeah. at the time and we drafted yeah. him, but somehow it's Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. So um, way to go was now we're going to have to talk about Taylor Hall coming back. Uh, <laughs> how about this? Frank Servalli's reported that the salary cap is expected to go up around 2025, 2026. That, that summer. Yeah. That's the year Leon Dreisaitl scheduled to become an unrestricted yeah, free maybe. agent. That guy's going to become a UFA off. Who knows how many 50 goal seasons he'll have leading up to that. A year where the cap is going to potentially skyrocket. Connor makes 12 and a half for one more year after that season. Dry settles deal expires. There will be a year where dry settle makes more than Connor McDavid. I was just going to say, yep. there's no oh, yeah. way First year. we don't come out of the season after that with two guys making the max. No, but, but not even, necessarily. Cause they're going to be up to and, them to like, not exactly go for the max. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I don't know though. To see what their number's going to be though. But, I don't know like with, blame them if they don't like with Con- I could see Connor almost just re-upping at 12, five again. But I can see Leon being like, I gave you guys a bargain year one. I no kidding. I played for eight and a half yeah. and I he could if he if you can you imagine if he would have taken a bridge or if he would have been like, no, I'm betting on myself. I'm bridging this thing. So what, what would they have had to pay him this summer? 12, 11, 12, 5, 11, 9, 9. Yeah. Or 11 or 12.49. Yeah. Like one cent less than Connor. And some people are still trying to say. Or at least back up their argument that um, he was that was a bad contract. The only I, uh, that, that's the only thing that Peter Shirelli left us that was good. Oh, and the, literally, the, I was else. he drafted well. No, I was yeah. I was all on board with <laughs> signing him the previous year, and he this would be better yeah. than McKinnon because it would have been Barkov numbers and it would have been like under seven. I'm sorry. Another good thing that happened was flex. And as was pointed out by Wanye on Oilers Nation's Twitter during the Minnesota wild game, we have not seen or heard from flex enough in recent nope. times. Yes. We need to know if flex is okay. Wasn't flex yeah. like, were we bringing into like become something yep. like a, a I believe that they're training him for a, for a guide. Maybe he's already, maybe he's on his, maybe he's on a mission could then could be, but we want to see flex. Give some love to our friends over at cornerstone insurance. If you head over to the website, there's a little button, a little Oilers nation button. That's because they're here to help you out. They care about Oilers fans. Cornerstoneins.ca. And again, you just scroll around. You will find that Oilers Nation button at the bottom. Teammate of Oilers Nation is what it says. Um, playoff picture right now in the Western Conference. We're going to get to ask the idiots. I was going to say, how exciting well. is it to talk about this? The playoff <laughs> say, picture? Yeah, say that again. Those two were playoff picture. Uh, we're not. We're not. Who put your hand up? You were nervous. There's not a hand up in here. No. That feels uh, great. Was a little bit. A little bit. Back when we were going on those like six game losing well, streaks. Yeah. yeah. But now, no. I'm sitting here right now. Baby. Yeah. I'm confident, baby. Let's go. Um, so right now, the picture, the Oilers are four up on the LA Kings and they have a game in hand and they're five up on the Vegas Golden Knights with the same amount of games played. I'm not nervous per se. That is a big game coming up tomorrow between the Oilers and Golden Knights. You can drop your their magic number right now is nine. Right. That's what I want. Has it pegged up? Yeah. So if you just five. beat win or beat we Vegas five tomorrow, yeah, you, you'll drop your magic number to five, which is unreal. Um, That's huge. Even even with it being nine, the Oilers need a record of four, two and one down the stretch. And it won't matter what Vegas or L.A. does. They won't catch them um, or Vegas That's, wouldn't catch if them. they win out four, two and one is all we need to do. 
I'm here's the thing. I'm terrified, but it's not because of that question. Yeah. It's terrified because I still think we can win the Pacific division. And I they can't win the Pacific division. I think we're still going after it. We're seven back. Yes. We have two games in hand, one, but, or one game in hand, but you know, you keep winning games and Calgary keeps losing games. Who knows if the Oilers were to win out, they would finish the year with 106 and that would mean Calgary has played 500. Yes. Let's do it. I, 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 respect, I respect your like confidence to win the Pacific division. But at the same time, I'm like, let's just, I don't, who gives a shit about winning the division? Let's just take it one who'd game you rather, at a time. Who'd you rather play round one, Nashville or LA? After we Doesn't saw last matter. night, we're winning. Uh, we're winning the cup no matter what. I want to do LA and then have Nashville beat Calgary. Yeah. Walk through Nashville and let's go into Colorado and do what we can do. You know, you know what I'm not afraid of is every other team in the league. No, we shouldn't. We're having fun Mm -hmm. and we have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisel and any given night we can outscore any team in the league. We've taken, we've taken Colorado to overtime twice in the last two games. Does that happen every time? Who knows? But you're right. We've beaten these teams time and time again. That's okay. But Minnesota isn't even going to be in the mix after round one. I'm just pulling up the uh, the questions for Ask the Idiots that Bag Milk sent my way. I was going to say real quick, the way you said that Cornerstone insurance ad is very Bag Milk-esque. Thank you. I saw Bag Milk in you. <laughs> so. uh, okay, Ask the Idiots. It's brought to you by Buster's Pizza. Submit them to Bag Milk by sending him an email, bagmilkatoilersnation.com. Buster's Pizza has a handful of locations around Edmonton. I don't have my notes. So I don't know Nothing exactly. Nothing in Nashville right now, but soon. You never know. 116th Street, 107 Avenue. It's the one right by my home. It's very good. Donairs, pizza. It's all good at Buster's. And uh, if you submit questions by emailing them or DMing them to Bagged Milk, um, he will use them. And you have a chance to win a $25 GC as well. So we'll vote on our favorite question here at the end of the segment. First one comes in from Blake. Again, I haven't read these, so apologies if I don't read them very well. Uh, I'm taking my Aussie cousin to his first NHL game next Wednesday against the Stars. What's something in the arena or about going to your first game that is a must do or see? This is a great Kennedy Waz question. Yes, um, I would say go early and wander around because Ice District is being finished and everything and it's mm-hmm. stunning down there now. So go to the like Gretzky statue, look in the Hall of Fame room, wander yeah. around, explore. Once you're in the building, go look at all the murals on the walls. It's it's an outstanding building. Explore. I, yeah, yep. exactly. Awesome. Uh, I'll say like what Kennedy and I do, uh, we try to get there as early as possible. That way you can go down to watch warmups really up close. Which section is it? Uh, 134. Yeah. 134, yeah. And you yeah. can just go down there and it, the earlier you get, the closer you are to the glass. So obviously there's going to be a lot of kids with signs up there. Yeah. And then post game. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> post game, if we win, head down to the Hall of Fame room by the Gretzky statue because yes. the, the vibes are immaculate. That's, people are chanting. It's great. That That's is the, the thing I was going to recommend. For that sure. is the best thing that has happened this season because this is brand new to us to have yeah. everybody to go crowd around down there. And I think it gets the guys ener- energized. It gets the fans For sure going. they love that, that shit. Yep. It is unreal. The vibes, like you can't, you can't, you can't, there's nothing else was like that. Were you guys there for the Yesa one? No, I don't think so. Like, I think that was like one of the first ones, right? Yeah. When Hyman's like, they're calling your uh, name yeah. over there. Yeah. Oh, the post game press. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, 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 the chants are getting a little weirder, you know, like Daddy Woodcroft. That's uh, that's happening. Let's so, go. yeah, let's, let's go. go. Let's uh, go. I love it personally, but you might as well get yeah. weird with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's super, super Van Magoo is usually there and he's always hyping everyone up. It's great. So, 
What was your best, answer? Best place. Yeah, I, I would say I think for sure the uh, the vibes there and just I think uh, like being in Ford Hall before and after the game, too, is just like there's there's just nothing better than thousands of friends in one room together. You're just amongst friends. Everybody's glaring at the one opposing fan group that's standing there. And it's just, I don't know. Yeah. There's just, there's so much to enjoy and look at and being in a room with Oilers fans or even here, like just being with Oilers fans, like, and feeling the community and the, like just the electricity that just runs through everybody. It's, there's no other feeling like it. So if you're an Aussie fan and you're visiting Edmonton, come to Nashville. (laughs) <laughs> but that I agree. No, no, I agree. I agree overall, completely. Overall, the, the the vibe is just so good because of the fans. The fans, it's the fans, and that's. I mean, going back kind of to playoffs too. Like that's kind of the the kicker too. With yeah, that game against Dallas is going to feel like a playoff game. Oh, yeah. It's going to have the yeah. vibes of the fans are going to be jacked up. It's and I said it before. Like I think a arena like this and in Vegas. They're so good, but it's because the, the, the city is alive. Yeah. The city like bumps you up. You take that into the arena and all of a sudden the arena gets the victory out of it. Right. Cool. When the playoffs are on around Edmonton, when it's almost playoff time, it's the same thing. The fans are jumped up. They're ready to roll. Yeah. You go into that building. It's going to be loud. It's going to be fun. But in case anyone from OEG is listening, when you're there, go have the Bobby Nixberger. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's what you got to do. Yeah, I'm just gonna, uh, talk about what Rick just said. Like the vibes in the city, even like just like 2017, we went only to the second round, but it's so memorable. So many yeah. people talk about 2017. And it's like, it makes it sound like it was like a super long cup run. It was just the second round, right? Yeah. The 11 years before that made it. <laughs> Tyler, you got any tips for inside the arena? Yeah. Uh, go to the pint before the game, after um, the game. or after the game. Yeah. Um, not going to give us some sort of like what you want to do is the free popcorns up here. He's got the press pass to get there. He's going to, he's going to, he's going <laughs> to pull out something around us right now. No, I, I don't think I really have much. Uh, I think you guys kind of covered it. Like get there early and watch warm ups. If you've never been to like an NHL game before, like get up close and, and see just how good the players are. Um, Cause I think sometimes if you're sitting like second deck or whatever, it can be lost a little bit. Uh, second question. And I feel like bag milk just picked this one to make me uncomfortable. Yes. Um, from Edmonton 99, given that your is refusing to honor his bet of a kiss. <laughs> if you had to kiss one oiler, who would it be? Ooh. I'm not answering this question because it makes me uncomfortable. Obvious, yeah, so. I think her answer is pretty obvious <laughs> yeah. already. I'm going with the million dollar kiss of Connor McDavid. That would be you in there. Mm-hmm. You got to just find out. Just, I'm just trying to think. You know, a lot of those guys are. A lot of them are very nice, or you know, yep. probably pretty sensual. Because you know, I feel you have a nice, fun kiss with Yessa Poliarvi. He's got that tongue. Ooh. He's got the big <laughs> lips, right? Uh, I'm feeling. Yeah, Ty's loving this. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking that like a Bouchard would be very like loving, and like he would. Dad he would kiss. just make you yeah. feel protected. Dad yeah, kiss. dad kiss. He's got more. He's got more. What? 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 Who, who's your, your Cody CC. I yeah. love Cody CC. Yeah. Oh, for me, I'm going daddy Woodcroft. Daddy. Ah, okay. Yeah. Big Dilf guy. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Next one from Scott. As I move on, uh, what is the best chirp? Oh, this ties in nicely. What is the best chirp you've heard, uh, on the ice or in the stands? One of the favorites is, uh, what one of one of my favorites is you may not be the dumbest person in the world, but you better pray nothing happens to him. I I'm probably jumbled that. But anyways, best chirp you've heard either on the ice or in the stands. Oh boy, I don't know. I'm you know, I, and I don't mean to like pump my own tires, sir, but it's definitely something that's come out of me. I don't. Like, I all my stuff is like. Night. 
It's just off the cut. Co- like, there's no filter. There's no thought process behind it. Something happens, and then words just come out. I wrote down something Bearded Brad said last night because I was hysterical. Because <laughs> I was like, "This he is." We amazing. need this, though. We need someone to come around and like write the shit down or or I'm like video us. Because Tyler just for like the first three um, power plays, did you not just tape me? Yeah, I have so many videos on my phone of just the Rick cam from last night and the way you yell at the players, at the fans around you, at the other team. It's it's hilarious and it's nonstop. So Mike Smith's killing the game last night and yeah. bearded Brad goes, if drinking beer was a sport, I'd be the Mike Smith of it. That's a good line. That's fantastic. That's pretty good. Fantastic. I've been around him when he's on, he's on. Yeah. I'm, the, trying, I'm trying to think of a good like it's hard to I guess when I hear other people's chirps I try to let them like kind of slough off the shoulder yeah but last night somebody did yell at me from a car as I was in the arena <laughs> yeah, said and asked me where the fuck is Edmonton and I told him I don't know but I guess it's where we're taking the two points we're ahead of you in the standings <laughs> and, uh, and good job. he was he tried to get out of the car and fight me but yeah, anyways uh, it's all good there was a police officer right there and he flashed perfect. his flashlight at him and it was all good <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. The best one that I've heard from like a mic'd up NHL player was it was it Giroux who made the pigeon noises? Yeah. And he's like, You're a pigeon. You know, okay, oh, you know what? I take it. it all back. On ice, and it's, I don't think it was me much of a chirp, it was more of a of a of a what he did. Austin Matthews in the preseason when some kid was like in his face, oh, and he yeah. stopped him and like went looked at his back to see what his name was. So I was like, I don't know who the hell you are. I'll just yeah. read you that. That to me was one of the best ones I've seen on the ice. That was I, great. I think that I think that the, any, any time on the ice, you hear a player say, shut up and just drop a shut up. That's always yeah. good. When I, like I, yeah. I remember there was a play where a blues player went behind the net and the referee told him to play on and he just looked <laughs> over him and just said, shut up. And then kept playing, kept staring at the, the was ice. Was it the Exa? Who did the uh, Elaine Vino? Oh, I don't remember. Because like someone did like the to Lane Vino, and Lane Vino was like peeing on himself. Oh yeah, it was BX that they yelled at Vino. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. He mocked him. Yeah. And did some like weird face, and yeah, no, Vino was like losing it. It was hilarious. The As, Trevor Z, sorry, oh. the, the Trevor Zegers hundred dollar bet thing on That's like face offs and stuff is really funny too. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, and then how could we have to mention Leon against the Rangers in the comeback win earlier this oh. year yeah. when he kind of said like, "Don't worry, it's coming. It's coming. That's it's coming. Top notch." Thank chirp. you, Tyson Berry. For that yeah yeah i can't i can't really think of any off the top of my head but like i remember there was a guy to our left at, at the game yesterday and i was like i'm like let's go or there's an he's like let's go bozos i'm like okay <laughs> wow yeah somebody tried to drop a That's let's it. go houston oilers chant yesterday oh a dude oh, behind man. me threw down like a, after we did i think he threw down like let's go raiders oh yeah he threw down one or two other ones too i think oh, there's a warriors in there at one point and i was like all right well, whatever um, last one we got here from Mitch question for us. The idiots is going with 11 and seven viable for the playoffs. Yes. Yes. We've seen it. The coach has done it enough that he knows how to work it properly. I think. And I honestly believe the team looks better that way. And I think just the extra defenseman to take a little bit of the load off the rest of the defenseman is is the key there and we roll a, a really good top nine then you have mcleod and whoever else is the winger yep. and you get to roll through anybody we've watched it before at the very beginning it wasn't connor it wasn't leon getting the minutes it was yam it was hyman it was pooley getting the extra minutes there yep i agree i think it's 100 viable i mean tampa bay won a stanley cup doing it so yeah. to to say that edmonton couldn't go on a run with consistently playing 11 and 7 and i think a big reason why it works well for the oilers is a guy like chris russell can play the left side 
or you can play the right side. So you can take minutes away from the other six defensemen. It's not like you're just awkwardly trying to jam in a fourth left D man and the other guys like it just ha- you have a, your group of seven. Russell can slot in wherever you need them. And if you get into injury trouble, if you get into penalty trouble, it doesn't matter because yep. you got that extra defenseman in there and you use him more than you use your fourth line winger, Derek Broussard. Yep. For me, I'd love to see an opportunity for a guy like Marcus Niemelainen to get into a or a few playoff games yeah. here or there. If the team, you know, you want to start, you want to start a playoff round with a lot of physicality. To me, Niemelainen's a guy I want as my seventh defenseman. Come in there and hit a few bodies and just set that tone. Keep that, keep that thing going. And so for me, yeah, I'd love to see a seven. And for a young guy like that, it's perfect for them. You're right. You can give him a little bit here, a little bit there. If it's working, cool. A little bit more. If it's not. All right, no problem. A little bit less. Put the other guys out there instead. 11 and 7, viable for the playoffs? I think so. Yeah, I think it's been working. So It does, and you it, can't argue you with the can't, results. You can't. No. We're getting what we need, so. Yeah. Was what about you, pal? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, Tyler said it best. The Tampa Bay Lightning won a Stanley Cup with it. And I think Jay Woodcroft's very comfortable with the system. Mm-hmm. He knows how to work it well. They did it in Bakersfield. There you go. So why not run with it? Yep. Um, all right, that's going to do it for Ask the Idiots, brought to you by our friends at Buster's Pizza. Let's vote on our winner. There was the Aussie cousin in his first game. There was the kiss question. Um, <laughs> there was the chirping one. And then there was the last one, 11 and 7 from Mitch. Dan, your vote? Kiss. Yes. Oh, easily the kiss. Yes. Rick, it doesn't matter what you say. Kiss. I kiss. All right, congratulations to Edmonton 90. Nine who asked She's that question? Just bag milk. It's probably just yeah. <laughs> bag milk. Enjoy your twenty five bucks, man. Uh, <laughs> okay, before we or no, let's wrap up with our hot and cold performers of the week, delivered and brought to you by our friends at DoorDash. And I do have a button for that. I just, as always, am wildly unprepared for this segment. Ding dong! Shout out to DoorDash promo code ON Radio DD gets you twenty five percent off, no delivery fees on your first order. And because I feel like giving everyone a nice treat on a Friday, ding dong. That's Liam saying ding dong, and I have that just <laughs> at my disposal for other shows. Um, Love hot. Perf- no, we start. We eat our veggies first. Cold performer of the week, Dan. I thought you were gonna go rogue like I did that time and did <laughs> two hot performers because I was because I was just making his own damn rules over there. Uh, my cold performer of the week. It's hard to pick. Because it's been good, but I think I have to say that effort against Minnesota was just absolutely horrendous. The defenseman leaving Miko out to dry. Miko not really able to do much on many second opportunities in that game. It was a, it was a rough effort altogether, and we had 100 fans here in Nashville to watch it. So you get my cold performer of the week. Oh, that's cold. Rick? It's been all over. This man has tried numerous, I think three, by the way, to get the results he's wanted. He's gone to the GM. He's gone to the coach. He's gone to the greatest player in the world right now to get the answer he wants. He's been over one, over two, over three. But I'm going out and I'm giving this one to Mark Spector. He's hunting for somebody to jump on the anti Puliarvi bandwagon or the whatever he's trying to do right now. I really don't understand it. Um, there's, I get it. You're, you're where you come from when you grew up that you watch the game and that was it, right? You go to the stat sheet Tuesdays in the sun. It was the big thing. You got all the stats there. That's what it was. It's 2022. How you evaluate the game has changed. You have more information out there. You have more tools out there to, um, to form a, a more realistic, real opinion. He's refusing to use them. He's almost making this like his one. I don't know what, why 
he's a going weird out hill there. to die on. He's going, yeah, exactly. It's a weird hill to die on, but he's going out there trying to get the pulley, everything. So it, I, I don't get it. I don't know why, but it's time to understand that there's more. And I know it sounds weird, but it's, there's more than just the score sheet. So this one goes out to Mark Spector and his little hunt to bring down Pooley RV. He's the cold performer this week. What the hell is going on? Kennedy or was? Uh, mine's very random, but um, the Wi-Fi up in <laughs> Nashville's building where we were sitting, I had no Wi-Fi. And for me, as someone who likes to produce content during the game, it made it really tough. So I was very disappointed. I think the it's Wi-Fi. like the whole city, though. <laughs> No, the Wi-Fi has been great, like all over the place. But like, the hotel just, hasn't been ta- fantastic. For me, it's been good. I've been oh, doing been my. Th- yeah, I'm also sending like eight gigabyte yeah. files. Oh, yeah. So, so it, it's it take, like you know, know, three attempts to do the three game. How am I supposed to do my Tuesday? job? You know, it's not yeah. it's not easy. And uh, what am I supposed to bring a Wi-Fi extender next time I'm here? Yes. Yep. Bridgestone Wi-Fi. I'm upset. Kennedy. Um, my cold uh goes to all the stairs in Nashville. <laughs> That's it's, it's a hilly town, it's isn't it? It's a hilly town, which yeah. fair enough, but there's every bar is a stairs. Yeah. Three or so four many stairs, stairs so to go many through stairs. a level. I do not understand yeah. how we're walking that many stairs to go through one, one damn level. level. Exactly. Like going up. Hey, Nashville, your stair situation. They are just fucking ass right now. <laughs> I haven't used that one in a while because I don't have it. I only have it in my at-home roadcaster, so I need to pull uh, it out whenever I get a chance. Uh, my cold performer of the week is uh, simple. Hangovers. Burr, burr. Not loving it. How many, Tyler? <laughs> How many so far? How many mornings have we been in Nashville? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And every night, I'm like, I'm taking it easy tonight, you guys. Like, come on. First. Yeah, Kennedy had her first ever hangover. First so ever hangover. Today or yesterday? Uh, to yesterday, the- I was hurt. Yesterday, yeah. 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 the age club. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, right, I used to always hear when people would be like, oh, you wait till your hangover start lasting two days. And I'd always be like, yeah, okay. I think I can suck it up. And then they start hitting you. No. And I don't get them every time, but every once in a while where I drink, it'll be a two dare now. And I'm like, oh Lord, it's not worth it. <laughs> um, all right. Hot performer of the week. We are going to flip the order and I'm going to start with you, Kennedy. Uh, hot performer, Leon Dreisaitl. There you go. Let's go. Let's that's, go. Yeah. That's why I, uh, that's why Thank I started you. with you. Thank you. I can't believe it. Was. Uh, I'm gonna give it to the people of Nashville. They've been awesome. They've been really good, very kind. Kind of, honestly, surprised by the you know Southern hospitality. Everyone I've talked to has been great. There was a couple fans that Kenny and I were sitting beside uh, yesterday, and I'm gonna post actually a little video with them later when this is obviously I'll pull it probably. And I asked them, "What do you guys know about Edmonton?" And the first thing was West Hampton Mall, but they gave a nice shout out to the CFL as well. So, yes, big well. CFL fans here. Pour it on, Rick. Well, the week ends like tomorrow, technically, or today ish, mm-hmm. and the trip's got another day or whatever. So I got to give this one out too because next week it doesn't really fit. So this one goes out to our man, Big Dan. Mm. He takes these trips, he, he grabs them by the by the balls, <laughs> and he puts out. <laughs> dude, you put yourself out there all the time. You're making sure everybody has a great time. Half of us get loaded, and we're just doing our own damn thing in our own little circle, and it is what it is. But you're out there shaking hands, kissing babies with every. Everybody you can find, whether they're on this trip, they're on that trip, they're wearing an Oilers jersey, doesn't matter who they are, you're out there spreading the love. So this goes to Big Dan. You do this, you do it very well, and I can't wait to do it with you again. Put some respect on my name. Absolutely. MVP. Best man Dan. to do it. Best man for the job as well, because I'm way too much of a grumpy dick yeah. to be given that kind of responsibility. <laughs> Dan kills it every single time. Um, Dan, you're hot performer of the weekend. You can't just say Rick because he said something nice about you. Well, I, <laughs> yes, I appreciate that. And it is, uh, it's a, a really, it's a big honor to be able to, uh, to be able to put together something like this. And I do want to give, I got to give two out this time, Tyler, you apologize. You're going to have to put up with a little bit of talky Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
first of all, the Euler fans that have come down with us for this experience. Um, it's a different group than anybody we've ever traveled with before. Uh, the age range has been absolutely off the scale and I love it because I've seen passion from people that I never would have expected it. And I've seen, you know, some analysis from people that I never would have expected it. It's so much fun to just be able to be out of your element in a weird city, in a weird town. And as Kennedy mentioned earlier in the podcast, you see friends all over the place and they're wearing orange and blue. So for me, Euler fans, you get my first hot performer of the week for the way that you travel, the manner in which you travel. It's entirely respectful. I don't see any Euler fans getting into any mix ups with anybody ever in any kind of these in any of these situations. So uh, Euler fans, you the way you travel, you get my deuce fought or sorry, my uh, I apologize. We're in Nashville. That makes sense. We're in Nashville. Nashville. Uh, But I'm going to just give my hot performer number one to Euler fans who traveled with the team. And who's your other one? Number two is going to go to the crew that is sitting in the room with me, as well as the sharps who are not yep. here. And might be in bed still, by the way, the eight, they might still <laughs> be in bed. There, I'm just going to, I'm just going to list the names off just first names. No, uh, no government names here, <laughs> but I just want to give some love to everybody that's, that's out here. Um, but you guys, especially the nation team. Um, yes, I, I do put some work in and yes, we do put a lot of work in to get this stuff off the ground and in the air. Mm-hmm. But once we're in the air, the nation crew and the people that are here with Oilers nation are what makes these trips special. Um, I'm going to get choked up just thinking about it, but the, you just, I think everybody that's sitting here listening to this and everybody that's sitting here in this room talking right now can agree that, when you're in a bar in Nashville and you guys get a let's go Oilers chant going and we've got it on video and we've, we've, we're just documenting everything and we're showing everybody in Edmonton what a great time Nashville is. You guys deserve a ton of credit for the experience that you've been able to share with everybody back home. So I want to give a ton of love to everybody in the nation. And, and again, a lot of love to the Oilers fans that have come down here because this is an absolute blast and I can't wait Rick until the next nation vacation next year let's go the big guy is smoking hot um i'm gonna one-up you i'm gonna give three hot performers but yes. none of them are as heartfelt as the last two you just heard uh number one the big man jeremy koopel come go. on you gotta yeah, give some love that. to coop daddy uh this guy is an absolute machine he has single-handedly saved the oilers what now five six goals this season at least oh my god it's unbelievable uh jeremy koopel you get a big hot performer from me and uh, my other two quickly, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Hello, three dinger game at Yankee Stadium, hitting off one of the best pitchers in the world. Forget about it. Episode 67 of Blue Jays Nation Radio is out now. And Coombsy, I wasn't on this one because obviously I'm here not watching the Jays. Uh, but Coombsy and I, after every Blue Jays series this year, we drop a new episode of that podcast. So find it wherever you get your uh, podcast from. And thirdly, how good are Bud Light sodas? <laughs> They just, they're actually really good. They just taste like pop. But just understand this. Do not get too excited with them because I got excited when we were in Vegas last time and we had the the Bud Bud Light Seltzers. It takes like a year to go north of the border. So enjoy them now because you may not see them again until you come back to the States again. I'm debating if it's worth throwing a handful in my suitcase just so I can have a little supply. Bud Light, give us a call. We'll we'll bring them to Canada for you. Yeah, when when you go to launch these bad boys north of the border, Bud Light, you know exactly who to talk to for a little ad deal. I will give up my job if I can just be the Bud Light hard soda guy. 
Those are strong words from Tyler. Yeah, but then he, then he gets even if there's a even if there's a global pandemic, he gets to put the suit on and actually go to playoff games again and be the only one in the ring. That was uh, that is one of the best memes that came out of anything last two years is when Ehlers is celebrating to the crowd and it's just the can of soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. Um, all right, I think that's good. Is it? Uh, is it did Rick say his hot before? Yeah, I think so. He gave it to Dan. I, I, I want to keep. Can I have a quick bonus one? Yeah, because this, this trip has been the perfect way to top off my one year anniversary of the company. Mm-hmm. That's tomorrow. Oh, really? So it's been one year with the, the nation. It's been fantastic. Same with Kennedy. Apparently, I didn't That's know awesome. that, but you know, we you guys just both started on the same day. I don't know. We, around the same time, honestly, oh, yeah? we were. I was April as well. So, so I, I love that because it was weird because we went to the golf tournament. Yeah. So I'm sitting there at the point with Jay, and then Waz comes up and set, like introduces himself to. Jay, his boss. Yeah. That's the first time they ever like met each other like face to face. Yeah. And so it was like, that's yeah. Wild. Now we also just hit 30,000 followers on TikTok, mm-hmm. which for me, I, wa- I wish we did this sooner, but guys. yeah, it's fantastic. It's a uh, cool, coolest job in the world without a doubt. Parting thoughts from Nashville then? Yes. It's uh it's been an absolute blast. Uh, the time, the fun times do continue. As I mentioned, oh, yeah. this trip is a little bit longer than usual. So look for more content to be coming from Nashville. Tyler tries hot chicken sandwich. Let's go. Yes. And uh, I've been documenting everything. There will be a big video coming yes. out. So I'm nice. very excited for that. Damn, for sure. And look for an article coming from me probably just as this episode drops. So uh, yeah, tons of tons of excitement still to come from Nashville, but uh, a huge thanks to everybody for putting this on Tyler to you for putting on this podcast, being able to put yes. this on in the hotel for Shout everybody, including everyone. Champ. Shout out Zach. Zach. Yeah. Yes. In recovery. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a chance to do a big cheers yet. We haven't gotten together since he got out of surgery. So oh, we are on the plane. He, he is LTIR in it for a little bit. What's what? that? Well, for Jay. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we should give, should give Jay a hot. There's a lot of hot performers in our lives this week. Congratulations to Jay on uh, the birth of his, birth of his and, daughter, Crawford Eva, Jones. Of course. Yeah, let's give the credit to Eva. I think yes. Jay, yeah, 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 Jay didn't do a lot of work there. He's got a lot of work coming up. Jay, but yeah. Jay really wanted to come do work here. So. Oh, dude, I don't know how babies work. I don't know. I, I feel terrible for Jay and Bagged Milk. Like, I get it, Jay. Like, fantastic, Jay. I get it. I get it. Everything aside, but I know how much those two would love to be here, yeah. especially for how much fun we've had. Bagged Milk would be in his element. I, in oh, Asheville. I yeah. have to be honest. I think we've been digging the knife a little deep in on bag milk, but the FOMO, <laughs> I've left him. I've like tried to leave him alone the whole time. Yeah. The FOMO yeah, game has to be strong and it leaves no person behind. And so unfortunately bag milk, you're just getting caught in the FOMO game, but we know bag milk will be out for the next station. Yeah, sure. um, the last thing I wanted to say, I, I meant to bring this up earlier when we were recapping the trip. Nashville's rink is really good. Yeah, it's really in a yeah. great inside, spot because it's literally on Broadway, but also like inside, like the concourse is very spaced wide. out. Wide, wide. Every seat has a cup holder. Seats are a little narrow, but every seat has They're a narrow. cup holder. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, as narrow. a big man, I have to talk about this for a second. My hips are bruised. Oh, yeah. was it that narrow? It is really bad. But anyways, you're right. That a phenomenal. Experience. A unique concourse. Like sometimes when you go to these different rinks, like it's it feels cookie cutter. Like they're all the same and like different. so much to do so many different little shops and stuff it was great yeah and it, it's crazy yeah. like it was built in like what 98 or something like that so it's not even like one of the new ones where you're taking the new ideas and everything like yeah. that but it's yeah no from outside it's cool you get inside it doesn't even feel like a rink yet you feel like you're almost at a mall or something yeah. like that um the prices of the beer were kind of up there everything everything in nashville is priced according to you know it's a it's a tourist spot they make yeah. their money off that the people the, who yeah. come and drink their that beers. was the coolest bathroom i ever experienced 
What's up with you in bathrooms? I don't know. It was the sink was a the sink was a countertop. Oh yeah, I I legitimately thought that somebody had like sealed over the one that I was. Dude, like what is this? And like the tap is automatically hot. Yeah, it doesn't go to cold. It's like it was very warm, and I was cold in my romper, so I would just stand there and rub my hands under hot water for a little. Nashville has been fucking amazing. Great tap water city. I stand by that too. You know me, I'm a big tap water guy. So huge tap water. Edmonton got the cold perform from Tyler a couple weeks go for their tap water so oh that's true nashville has redeemed itself oh, or no. redeemed my belief in great podcast everyone i think this yep. is a lot of fun not a lot of over talking great job by everybody mm-hmm. hold on oh yeah there you go there you go this is gonna be a wrap episode 189 of oilers nation radio shout out to all of our sponsors doordash oodle noodle points bet canada which is live in ontario I bet on Leon Dreis had to get a hat trick last night and I got paid out very nicely for that. Um, shout out to Points by Canada. Shout out to Cornerstone Insurance and Buster's Pizza. Our boy Edmonton 99 who's got himself a nice $25 GC. You can get your own by submitting an Ask the Idiots question to our friend Bag Milk. Bag Milk at OilersNation.com. Enjoy your weekend, Oilers fans. Let's hope they beat the wheels off the Vegas Golden Knights tomorrow and we'll talk to you again a week from now. Shout out New West Travel. Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, hockey fans, listen up, because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Face-Off Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes, because who doesn't love winning stuff? 
daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight cold hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.